Lucha Libre, IWA East Coast, and OVW. Now you are watching the Dudes at Ringside podcast, hosted by your friends, the Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Enjoy. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe Panther Jr., and this is the last day of Lucha Week. So sad. And now introducing my co-host, the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Wrestling World? What's going on, Dudes at Ringside Podcast? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, Joe? <laughs> yeah, um, just to let you know, Monday we had to reschedule Shorty from CPW. So Monday will be Not America's Sweetheart, which on is Monday. on Monday. And um, let's introduce right? What eight o'clock? Yes, eight o'clock. Um, let's introduce our guest. The last day of Lucha Week. Why not? We have another Luchador. And now, introduce, give a warm dudes at ringside welcome for what's his name, Geek? Spiritu Maya. Spiritu Maya. How's it going, guys? How What's going on? How's it going? Welcome to Lucha Week. Welcome to the last day of Lucha Week. So, I we we, we love your mask. Your mask is so beautiful, like the, the colors, and it reminded me so much of um, Ultimo Dragon, just the way the the look of it. Yeah, the colors and so like, where did where did where did you get like the um the idea for your 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 design of your mask? Yeah, so this is actually like the like V3 is how I would call it. It's the third version of my mask. So originally I actually had my whole face covered. Um, and essentially all you had was the symbol I had up here was down over my mouth. Um, the eye sockets and that was pretty much it. I had a little bit like a half sun gimmick. Um, and then I was like, well, I want to open up my mask because I, I have a really sensitive nose to where the point, like anyone brushes up against it, take a bad forearm, anything, and I'm gushing. And so it mm-hmm. took a couple of times of like my mask filling up with blood where I was like, I can't keep doing this. So mm. one of my trainers actually, he actually has a really good job. He, like, he does really good details and drawings and like mass design and stuff because he actually makes belts. So I asked him, I was like, could you help me out with something? Like, I want to kind of keep the concept. I want to kind of do something kind of cool where, like, I have fangs to, like, kind of commemorate the old, like, Mayan Jaguar appeal to it. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. And just, like, some different concepts. And so he actually kind of came up with the original design, moved the symbol up to the top of the head, kind of had this poking out. Um, and so originally I actually had it to where my – it was still, like, my, my upper lip was covered. And then eventually I just said, screw it, I'm just going to open up the whole thing from the nose down. And so – that's kind of where I've been at now is a combination of uh, one of the trainers and just some ideas that I had to kind of commemorate like some Mayan ancestry. But honestly, what, what it ended up turning into is, is been pretty awesome in my opinion. Yeah. I also love that. I was going to point out, I actually love the shirt that you're wearing. Uh, so Eddie Guerrero reminisce right there. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Man, that was one of my favorites growing up. Like, how I got into wrestling was actually the, uh, the custody of Dominic, like ladder match feud. 
And so, like, for me, it was just crazy how, like, Eddie Guerrero was basically, like, this complete nasty heel about this whole situation, but, like, was somehow at the end of it, like, after the feud was over, was became this lovable character. And so, for me, like, he just kind of stuck with me throughout. And so, like, I actually have, like, a lot of stuff that just kind of, like, anytime anything Eddie Guerrero pops up, it's like, usually in my cart and I'm buying it. This, especially the I'm your papi. Those shorts sold like crazy. Those shorts sold like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those? Those shirts were actually classic shirts, right there. Yeah. It's so sad that, like, I think back in those days, like, Facebook really was, um, it was like MySpace, and I heard about it like a second party how Eddie Rara passed away, and I called my friend, my friend Jimmy, and he was like. What do you, his mom's like, Randy, what's going on? I'm like, Eddie Guerrero died. And you could hear it throughout his whole, his whole family were just running around the house yelling, Eddie Guerrero died. It was like yeah. weird. Like the big, they're big Irish family and they all always talking and yelling real loud. And I'm like, Eddie Guerrero died. <laughs> like, Jimmy, Jimmy, paint is on the floor. He said, Eddie Guerrero died. And you know, you hear Jimmy yelling from downstairs, what? And then the kids are all, oh my God, Eddie. And I'm like, Oh my God! Did I just call it cause like a like a nowadays a news bulletin in the house? Yeah, you caused the family commotion, man. Everyone was not prepared for the news. No, huh? it was like their own, own Aunt Shirley died. <laughs> it's like, and they all watched wrestling. Every one of them. They all knew Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, he was he was beloved among so many communities. I think that's what kind of made him different was that he wasn't just someone that like the Hispanic population loved. Like every like every single everybody connected with. Him. Yeah. Everybody, I was sad when it happened too. You know, it was upsetting. You know, I found out on. I think it was. I think I found out on. I found out. I think. Do you remember no G, no DQ dot com? Oh gosh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I I found out that way. I was randomly just scrolling, and I was like, "No, what? Breaking news: Eddie Guerrero is found dead in a in a hotel." I was like, "What?" Gotta tell Jimmy, and then I realized oh, what commotion I was gonna cause in the house. <laughs> the biggest commotion of all, the biggest commotion out of everything that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's my. And also, as Did being have- a grandson to a luchador, it's it's un it's such an honor and a pleasure to have. And also, a luchador. as Did being have- a grandson to a luchador. Sorry, we- Did you have a Yeah. Did you have a favorite match from Eddie or? Uh... So my favorite match, though, I actually like once I started actually getting into like wanting to become a pro wrestler and that aspect. There's Taco making his uh making his appearance here. <laughs> Taco. Um, and so once I actually like started like realizing like I can go back and like, watch old matches and like the network and all that, I started really going back like the old WCW stuff, the early 2000s. Um, I would say that Halloween Havoc match '97 with Ray is like flat out like my favorite match. There's like. There's just so much of a story to it. The hot start, just diving right into the all the action. Like I don't know, like that match is just it's top tier in my opinion. Mm. Oh, oh we, yes, we have another um, uh, fellow wrestler. It's in the chat. That's uh, that's the one that's in it. That's um, you can actually see the there. We, there we go. He's from London, England. Oh, sweet. Yes, he's a fellow. He's a, he's a re- fellow wrestler in your brotherhood from England. <laughs> But, um, He'll be on our podcast later in the later in a few months. But yeah. yeah, like when I was watching your highlights on Facebook, I had such a big feeling of like Ray Mysterio, like a young Ray. 
the way yeah. you jump around and your moves and you flip around. I was like, that's when I was like looking at your stuff to like see if like what you're all about. And I'm just like, oh man, he's perfect. We got to have him on my podcast. I have to tell him how much he makes me think of it. Like, I got chills. Like I was like, <laughs> dude, you're, you're awesome. You're, you're such a good wrestler. Like the high wire stuff and the. Yeah, I really appreciate it. The, the funny thing is, is I'm actually significantly larger than Ray's. The crazy part is like I'm five, I'm five eleven, 185 pounds. So like I'm relatively tall, um, like the style of wrestling. So it's funny because I work a Lucha Libre promotion up in Chicago. And like I walk in and I'm like the tallest guy, like biggest guy essentially like in that locker room. And I'm just like, this is such a weird feeling because like being in, being in the Midwest predominantly, like I go to most locker rooms, I tend to be like either like mid-sized or the smaller guy. So being in the being the bigger guys that throws me off at times so it's it's always a weird transition in that capacity <laughs> that's crazy did you ever encounter a wrestler named tamaku in the south in texas if you wrestle in texas i have not been in texas there's actually a did you say atomico or tamaco tamaku yeah savage juggernaut uh, i have not there's a there's actually a, an atomico in chicago that actually has like a little family lineage thing going on which is kind of cool but i haven't i haven't been down to texas yet um it's on mm. my goals and the things i want to accomplish but haven't been able to branch down south just quite yet mm. we we also heard that you're an ov so the promo you you're also an ovw yeah yeah i was able to actually make my debut with them uh, i want to say like a couple months ago now and um it was a lot of fun been able to do some stuff like one of my uh i have a tag team a partner that I kind of like do some stuff with here in Ohio and around the area. So he's actually down there and was able to go down there, do a couple TV spots and then schedules just haven't quite lined up recently, but I'm hoping to make my way back down again and actually kind of get some stuff going with him. Uh, it's, it's, it's a blast. You really learn a lot about like the TV time aspect and how to get all of that done, which is kind of cool. Uh, but like, honestly, pretty great. That's cool. There's one female wrestler we're trying to get on the show. She's been really busy. Is Lilith Grimm? Oh yeah, I know she's she's been down there a couple of times. She's really good. Always entertaining to watch too. Yeah, we're trying to get her on. She's me and Geek were joking. Like if we have her on, it's just gonna be like 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 the Ghostbusters doing like uh, interviewing Dana when she's possessed. What kind <laughs> of like souls? Well. We know she eats souls, fans. <laughs> it'll be like, no, it'll be like when Peter is, if you know Ghostbusters, it's like when Peter, um, when Peter, Peter comes in after the, uh, <laughs> after Dane is already possessed in the bed, like, like what do you want to souls? Well, well, you know that. <laughs> that's my, that's my, besides wrestling, Ghostbusters is my thing. <laughs> do you have a favorite match that you participate in or, uh, match that i've participated in man let's see say i've had a couple of cool i think my favorite opportunity so far it was at a it was at a promotion iwa east coast in west virginia i actually uh so i showed up to this to the show i was supposed to actually wrestle a another young up-and-comer in the midwest Braden lee but he couldn't make it out so um it kind of timed out to where Assad, who was in the main event, got hurt, so I ended up filling his spot. So I ended up going from a singles match into a fatal foray where it was myself, um, Jake Christ, Corey, and then uh, moving to Guerrero. And so, yeah. Yeah, so, like, for me, like, growing up, like, the Mexicals, like, him, super crazy, psychosis, like, I was super into it. Like, I was all about them. So, like, basically, like, I went from, like, oh, like, going to have a fun, you know, pretty cool match until it's, like, I'm a part of a match, like, who be in it? And so, like, that, like blew my mind and then uh, i'd say that's probably so far 
um, been my favorite just because it's like you get to be in the ring with like one of your childhood favorites and like just get to be a part of that and like taking moves from them and all that. So, so far, that's, that's, an, that's been, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, he's it, legend. Really was, it really was fun because a lot of his stuff at this point is like he's just going around just crotch chopping everyone, you know, let's get juicy baby. And like, the you're juice. sitting there like, you're sitting there like, you're sitting there like, after you take a move and you're like, uh, but then he's like, let's get juicy. And you're trying not to like, you know, just get super excited. <laughs> <laughs> he's another one I totally want to get in touch with because he's a legend. If we could extend Lucha Week to another, another month, I'd do it. I'd be like, I'd. Because we only do our podcast now for the summer months. We, um, like, originally we were just only doing our shows Mondays and Thursdays. And then we started getting getting the, the, I I jokingly say, the New York train doors open. And then all the fans, all the wrestlers started, we got this date, that date. And I'm like, Lance, geek. We have to extend it now. Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, okay. And I'm just like. Because then we're going to disappoint a lot of people. And they'll say, you know what? Would you like to come in on December? It's like that's a long time away, right? That's what I mean. Like we we we're we already seem like we're like having a good time. Would you want to yeah. come back in the future? Because you seem like you you yeah. you're, 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 you we're we're having fun here. So oh yeah, like, for sure, one hundred percent. I'll let you know when we like. So um. Uh yeah, you said you have stories because I, I was watching your promo. Let's let's hear some of your more more of your fun stories from the ring. From from the ring, all right. Let's see what what do we got. So, oh, uh, I actually uh, so recently um, at the IWA East Coast Zero G, I actually took a uh, euro that ended up busting my nose. But this kind of comes back to the whole like having a sensitive nose aspect from earlier. Um, but essentially laid out. A puddle of blood from my nose on the floor. And if you guys are familiar with Madman Pondo, um, yes. I actually got yeah. I actually from the video games. Him, yeah, so I actually had Pondo convinced that I basically had like busted my nose, like was bleeding everywhere. He was like, "Are you okay? Like, what's what's going on? Like, is everything all right? Like, do we need to like rush you anywhere?" I'm just like, "Oh, Pondo, like I'm good. I'm good. Like, I promise this this happens pretty regularly." And it's like I, it, to me, it kind of felt pretty cool that I had like a hardcore like legend think that I like basically like shattered my nose and was was everywhere just because of how much blood I lost. So that was pretty fun. Um, man, there's like so many just different instances. I've had matches where like because comedy matches, in my opinion, are just like the most fun. Like you can just go out and just goof off, but like you know, at some point, actually get into the wrestling. So uh, I had a friend of mine who is at this point uh, kind of hung hung him up a little bit, but his name was uh, Big Fish Rembowski, and he actually helped me do a matchup in Toledo where it was like possibly like his retirement match, but he wasn't quite sure yet. He still had a few others that he ended up doing, but um, essentially his whole gimmick was he wanted to wrestle under a, a, a lucha mask that was like a, a fish kind of gimmick. And he, he wanted to come out um, like as, oh God, what, what was the, what was the fake fish name? I think it was like El, El Pescado Grande, which is like the big fish or something. And so the funny part was, is they had me go out first and then they're all like, we like, we scoured the land far and wide for his opponent. And we wanted to make sure we brought the, the best Lucha competitor. And so here he is. And they had, he had him play uh, Rey Mysterio's music. So like this crowd was like, no way. There's no chance. Like Rey Mysterio, like at that point, Rey was still in the Indies. So they're just like, no way. Like Rey Mysterio's here. Like, oh my gosh, like how could they not announce this? And then out comes this like six foot three, like full on, like in a, in a singlet, like just, Completely obvious it's Big Fish Rambowski. 
I like you could tell the crowd was like, oh my gosh, like are you kidding me? The biggest troll job ever, man. Oh, yes. such, such a troll, man. And so he comes out and he's just like, we basically like had this match to where like I would go out and do lucha stuff. He's like, I can do it too. And then he would go out and just completely like just fall his ass. Like it was so much fun. Like it was just being able to go out and just have fun with your friends and and at the same time, like because we ended up basically like once the fun was over, we got into like the actual aspect of the match and that was a lot of fun. Like I just think of those stories where you could just goof off and, and do what you need to do, but having fun with friends at the same time, I think is always just what makes it what makes wrestling wrestling. I, I can only imagine. I wonder if Ray Mysterio saw that and just started laughing. That's a that's a good one right there, you know. Play my music. Uh, I need up? to find that footage for sure because I could I could show, broadcast it out and be like one time I almost faced Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> you got you had to send it. You had to send it to us at the dude's page. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, we we do have a, a question from the the crowd yeah. here. Well, uh, what's the most wildest? Nope, Wait, not that one. Not, not that one. That's the one before. <laughs> no. uh, the one before that. What what's the most wildest event in the ring? Wildest event in the ring. Oh man, let's see. So I've had I actually just counted up my tally. So I've had 225 matches so far in my career, like three and a half years. Um, so I'm trying to think. Like, there's somebody to think back to at this point. I'd say, oh, wildest. So this is Rockstar Pro. Um, we had what was called Armageddon Games, uh, which is essentially like they put up like two steel cage like walls on two sides of the ring but then the other sides are open so it's like a half steel cage match where anything can go it's like you have people that can in, go in and out do whatever they need to do and uh so for our match it was like a combination of like i had a feud going with the guy there was another two guys feuding and there was a tag team feuding so basically it culminated with like one faction was feuding against all the people that they were feuding with and it blew off in the big match here but uh that was my first time like really doing anything like crazy so like i ended up taking like a I took essentially a, a Russian leg sweep off a guardrail onto the floor, which like in my head sounds like a great idea. It should be super easy, super simple. You hit and you're like, the wind is just knocked out. Like I was like, <gasps> I was like, why did I do this? Why, why, did I, why, did I, why did I agree to this? But then the best part was, is I had to get back up like three minutes later and go into a thumbtack spot uh, to where essentially was going in and got power on the thumbtacks. And then that oh. was finally done. Oh. And so, like, that whole match was shenanigans, though, because, like, you had uh, one of my one of my friends, Crosshair Kelly, um, got busted open. I think he just hit either a, a, a post or something, and it just gashed him open. And so, like, I remember, like, I got into the ring because I, I, I had to go do something with him. And I just, like, look up, and it's just, like, beat red, like, just staring down. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to die. And so that's... <laughs> You had that. You had uh, you had tables being broken. The thumbtacks. You had basically at some point in time, like they were just like someone got buried in chairs and just got getting hit over and over again. So like, I just think back, like that's probably like the wildest match experience I've had because it's like it had everything. Like you had profuse bleeding. You had thumbtacks. You had uh, bumps to the floor. You had chairs. You had tables. Like it just all around. Like that's probably just like I think back and I'm just like that's that's a fun time. Like I would go do that again. Because it's, it's been a year and a half, so that kind of reminds me of uh, a match in NYWC. That's like half steel cage. It's a ladder match. It's thumbtacks. Uh, it's called the Psycho Circus. I don't know I if you're familiar. That, that, sounds like, that sounds like a blast. I would. I'm down. It's like oh, half the match is like a steel cage. There's tables in the match, and 
basically the way to win is you eliminate someone. So it's like a soul survivor type of thing. That's dope. It's like, it's kind of like it's kind of like a war games type of match. So I'm in. He's in. All right. He's in. <laughs> when you get a chance, look up New York, the New York Wrestling Connection. Yeah. And and call them. Um, or just go on Facebook, look up, look up, tell them who you are. They're, they are they they're on their Instagram. They actually have a phone number there. Oh, so you can yeah. call and say, "Hey, I'm a professional wrestler, and I was just on Dudes at Ringside podcast, and they told me about this this certain match you guys could do called." I'm down. How how do I get in? How do I get involved <laughs> in this? Because I want I want it. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's that show is like their WrestleMania. Basically, a lot of people. That's like their biggest show of the year. So yeah. Psycho Circus. So. And if you like- get on that card, please message us. <laughs> we we me and Geek will sit front row, and we will. You can give us your T-shirts and your masks, and we will wear them ringside, holding signs. Yo, get them. <laughs> we'll be your cheering section. All right, oh, shit. I got. I got to get on that one then. <laughs> it's a good show, and yeah. it's if the NYWC is the hidden gem on Long Island. Mm-hmm. People have gone to the people have gone to big promotions from NYWC, like Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawk, oh, shit. MJF. Yeah. Um, it's a solid cool. list. Uh, there's Tony Tony Nice, right? Tony Nice, another one. Uh, who else you got, Joe? No, so, there's a, oh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of people, but we can't. Think females. There's some females that went to AEW. Yeah. Recently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trent Beretta is another one that came from that promotion. So. Good to know. All right. Well, shit. Yeah. Man, New York Wrestling Connection. Bro, <laughs> Marauder's like, you're bromancing the bro now. Yes, I always <laughs> bromancing the bro. I always bromance the bro because I met him when I was when I was a wee lad. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> and Kurt. I met them at, at the show and they were heels. I was like, Can I can I take a picture with you? And they're like, Can we do that? And he was and he's like, Are we all, are we allowed? <laughs> yeah, are we allowed? <laughs> like because <laughs> there were heels. There were heels in that show. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. And then it's for my birthday, my friend gets me the he didn't tell me what he was gonna get me, and he shows up with one of those COVID masks that have um uh, King Ray Mysterio oh, and a Zack Ryder Zack Ryder um pop vinyl. I was like, now I got the whole package. I had them before and after. <laughs> That's awesome. That's um, I wish he let's see, this is why I wish they would people they'd still be doing those masks. Um Revolution was it was it revolutionary um masks? They're doing like COVID masks, so they have like the wrestler's mask like on the mask. Your mask yeah. will look so cool as like one of those masks that goes over your mouth like that. That would be cool. Yeah, that was that was a missed opportunity because I had actually uh one of my one of my friends, Arrow Boy, he actually kind of made his own to where like he had like his design on there. I was like, ah, oh, I should have done that with mine, like that would have been so cool. And like now it's pretty much like masks are pretty much like wrapped up. So it's like, well, it's too late now. So well, there's still people like me. I wear my I wear I when I was working, I work in a grocery store and I wear my King Ray Mysterio mask. Like yeah. and I like, one day I have like my regular flannel one like this on. And then the next day I come in, I'm wearing the King Ray Mysterio and I, I'm like working and I oh, do you need any help? I turn around. Yeah, I 
And it's like, what? They're like, nothing, your mask. I'm like, what's wrong with my mask? You're like, I wasn't expecting to see two birds with a question mark. It looks like you're, that your <laughs> face is like, you know, when they delete a picture on Facebook yeah, and it has yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> it looks like my mouth was deleted, <laughs> deleted for some bad reason. <laughs> Maybe it was. No, I get the same way. I have a, uh, I have a Penta mask that I like occasionally like wore out. Cause like I would rotate masks all the time. Um, and so I had a Penta one that I wore out and like, I would always get compliments because it has like the lycra and like the shiny aspect. So like people would be like, oh my gosh, like your mask is so pretty. I'm like, oh, thanks. Like Penta would be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that guy's mask came from. That one I got, the King Ray Mysterio one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the revolution. I think it's revolutionary masks. I think, it I think it's, I think it might be, I, I remember, I know exactly where you're coming from. Cause like, I know there's a, a couple that were like big time that like, I know they made a lot of them. I can't remember off the top of the name. I want to say it was like, I think it might be revolutionary math. Something along those lines. In the comments, you're saying your name wrong. Uh, you fast the MLL or? Uh, I tend to watch, I try to watch Mexican Lucha when I can. Um, really right now, a lot of what I watch is based off of IWTV. So like if anything, like I know right now, like Zona 23 posts on there. Um, Lucha Memes will post on there. It's so like there's a lot of like Texas promotions or like Southern promotions. That there's will post a caveman on there. on there. There's a caveman on there. There is. There is. Uh, what's his name? L uh, something Carvaro something L. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, El. Oh, I, how do I say it in Spanish? Canavaro. Canavaro. Canavario. Yeah, it's basically yeah. caveman in Spanish, is what it is. It's caveman. He yeah, he's basically a caveman. He comes comes to the ring with like, a club, and uh, oh, was it too? Is the crazy thing like? You know, I, I really. I'm a huge fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling, so I, I, the only how I'm able to know all the names is because like they have an event in January. You know the the event. I think it's Fantastic Mania, mm-hmm. and and they do a whole show, and uh, they have all all the uh, Lucha Libre wrestlers come to uh, like what's his name? Oh, crap, I feel bad. I'm I'm spawning out names now. Right, right, right. <laughs> 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 Happens but, in your life. <laughs> Forget yeah, that. Yeah, it does because you get you have uh, something called brain fart. You know what I mean? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So, but you know, um, yeah. But Carnivaro's great. Uh, who's raised the roof guy? Come on, you know who I'm talking about. From CMLO. He does this great. when he comes out. Dude, that could be a lot of. That, I say that could be a lot of people coming. <laughs> no, out. Yeah. There's a lot of wrestlers that's that do that. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the wrestler? Uh, Ultimo, it's Ultimo, Ultimo Guerrero, I think it is. Oh, Ultimo Guerrero, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimo Guerrero, he's great. You know, yeah. he does. He does. He comes out to raise the roof, and uh, he he does the power bomb on the floor, which is fantastic. You know. Yeah. Watch one hundred percent. Yeah, if you're the one, if you're the one receiving it, I'm sure it doesn't feel that great. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Add the wind flying out of your body. Uh, yep. I've been there. But yeah, no, I, I like I like CMLL. I feel like I catch a lot more of AAA just because I feel like it's a lot easier to watch at times. And uh-huh. then I feel like I feel like AAA has a lot more of like the the up and comers right now, the guys that are making their names across the across the board because like Pen- Penta Phoenix, right? Those two you've got Laredo Kid, um, you've got Black Taurus, you've got a lot of those that are starting to get like recognized like at MOW and like ROH and all of those that just come there. So it's like so many of the Lucha names are just, are kind of in partnership with them right now where I feel like CMLL kind of 
like they, CML used to be like the, the end all be all. Like now it feels like they're kind of started to like even out to where like AAA has a lot of like the cross, the cross promotional stuff with like the guys that are in the USA, whereas CMLL has like a lot of the guys that are still big names in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So but, how many different color masks do you have? Gosh, uh, at the time, I, I want to say somewhere around 10 still. I can't remember off the top of my head because I've sold a few recently. Um, but I tend to like try to have like whenever I order a new set of gear, I always order a new, a new mask and then I'll kind of rotate them from there. So I've got the one I'm wearing. I've got a red, white, and blue. I've got a blue and gold. I've got a silver and black and white. I have a all white. I have a black and white. I have a golden white. I actually have two golden whites. One has the mask covered that I wore during COVID. Um, let's see, a red and black. And then blue and green. I want to say I want to have like one or two more in there that I just can't remember. Oh, peach one that I have. So I'm probably around like somewhere like 12, maybe currently, maybe 12 to 14 that I just rotate with my gear. I have like, I have a stupid amount of gear. Like it's, it's bad. Like it's my addiction is just getting new gear at all times. I feel like that's where Ray Mysterio influence comes into play. Cause like every time you would see Ray, it's like new colors, new set, new this, new that. Well, so, like, I feel like that's the standard for a mask guys. You have to always have like multi different set of colors. Yeah, when I was uh, choosing the colors for the show today, I was like, I wonder what kind of mask he's going to wear. So I was trying to match it. And like Joe's like, watch, he comes in with a red mask to throw us all off. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I chose dark green because that's the color you were wearing in the promo. So I'm like, okay, we'll mm-hmm. use dark green. So, but um, yeah, so. so uh, matches you today, actually. <laughs> matches yeah. his stuff today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I tend to kind of have a mask or two out, like, because usually I have everything packed in, like, my gear tubs and all that, and I was like, I usually gotta keep a mask out or two just to not have to ruffle through stuff, so, like, I was cutting promos earlier today for some shows coming up, and I was like, I'll just go with this one, but so, I'm a Packers fan, and so, like, this is what this mask color is based off of. There we go. Mm-hmm. You got a sport. Do you like, uh, do you like baseball also, or you just like football? Uh, so, I, I like all sports. I would say I like going to baseball games but like keeping up with baseball throughout the season is something like i find very challenging for me uh it's like i'm originally i grew up in southern california so i'm originally a uh, an angels fan um out there i got into green bay because none of my parents like neither of my parents watched football so i got into football by myself and one of my close friends was a packers fan so that's kind of how that influence happened and then when it comes to basketball i'm actually a celtics fan because my stepdad I was a big fan of Larry Bird growing up, and so he just kind of passed that influence to me. So, like, my sports teams are, like, all over the place. I'm surprised you don't have a red in, like, a red mask with the white around there for the for the Angels. So, I do have a red mask. Um, it was originally supposed to be, like, a red, um, white, and then black outline. But uh, the guy that makes my mask, I, I kind of give him creative freedom. I was like, if you have a cool pattern or if you have like, anything that, like, stands out, like, by all means, go ahead and use it. And so at that time, he actually switched it out to where it's like a, it basically the fabric itself it looks kind of like a like a plaid black and white, which looked really really sick. Like I I think it's one of my cooler looking masks. And so, like I wasn't mad at it. I was like, ah, well you know what? Like this does look way fucking cooler. So like why not? But yeah. originally there was a goal to have one. That's where you could find his t-shirts, <laughs> fans. If you want to pick up one of his shirts, go there. Mm-hmm. As we always, we always, as we always do on here on dudes at ringsides, we always try to um, support support, support the indies and support. I feel like a preacher every time I do this because I'm like, 
I feel like I'm getting on my little my little milk crate, and they're like, you gotta support the <laughs> indies because they're struggling right now. Any way possible, you can go and support any indie promotion. Support them. Go go check out their stuff on the what? website. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I said, buy, I was gonna say, buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy buy a hat, buy a shirt, uh, buy a mask. Yeah. <laughs> if he sells masks yeah. on there, right? Yeah, if you ever want to buy a mask, just hit me up. I've got plenty of it. I always got more space to to get some new ones. And then, uh, if you want, if you want one of the ones I'm wearing tonight, just feel free to hit me up. I actually have these uh, in my personal stock. I actually have to ship these out if you're interested, and they're not on my PWT just yet. That is a cool shirt. That is <laughs> a cool shirt. cool shirt. Yeah, it's like such a throwback. We, I can't get over it, man. That shirt. That shirt is freaking <laughs> awesome. By the way, you yeah. pop on. I was like, whoa, is that an Eddie? Oh, that's him. <laughs> That's him. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool that like we we. Oh, there's there's the pooch. There's the Uh puppy. Uh (laughs) It's the floofs at ringside now. We we get the puppies. He's he's trying to make out with me. He sees he sees the camera. He knows there's attention he made. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, these these animals, the magnet. We always have animals on our show, so it's it's always nothing. Us up. <laughs> Never fails. It's the floofs at ringside, as our mod would call it. <laughs> so yeah, you you guys have to have a you guys have to have like a, a dog theme night where it's just everyone shows their dogs and highlights their dogs. And or that's good. That's going to be on our highlight reel by the end of the year. It happens every <laughs> time. Like our dog, like. We had one we were talking about Ring of Honor. That's another promotion that you definitely have to try to get into, and I'll watch it like crazy or get tickets to sit close as I can to the ring. Yeah, we had a we were talking about Ring of Honor, and I was talking about Bobby the Brain Heenan, and the girl's cat just came in and dive bombed the camera and headbutted the camera. <laughs> it's actually on our, our Instagram page. Yeah, I put it on the phenomenal. It was great. I was like, Bobby the Brain. Hey, kitty. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) It's like full headbutt. Like it was giving us a pound. It's like, I am looking that up after this. That is hysterical. That was the greatest clip I think we've ever, I think the greatest clip Geek has ever made. Uh All right, here we go. Uh, We usually do this with the wrestlers. Um, If you're in a rivalry right now, we would like you to call out your rival. Call out my rival. Uh, so I actually am kind of like in a feud, but like it's not like legitimate, I guess. So basically, since the since the start of the new year, I have been in a match with this with this guy at least once or twice a month. Uh, I don't know if it's been planned or not. It's just kind of worked out that way. But his name's Atomico Junior up in the, up in Chicago for Cali Lucha Libre, and uh, I just this this guy just finds a way. He every shortcut, every short you can take, he finds a way, and he always finds the upper hand. So. At this point, I've gotten to the point where I was actually uh, that clip that I posted from this past weekend, where the with the rope walk DDT, the gift of the gods, um, that was me hitting it on him, and so I finally was able to get that little bit of a comeuppance. And so, you know, I hope at this point he realizes that when the when the when the odds are fair and the stack, you know, the deck isn't stacked against me, that he's going to find that he's going to come up on the short of the stick. So, Atomico Junior, if you are watching, if you see the point later on, it's still still coming for you, dog. It's not over. So, um, watching you. Yep. How'd you get your name, by the way? Espiritu Maya. So I was originally born in Guatemala. Um, I was born in Masatenango, Suchiti, Pecas, Guatemala. And I uh, was trying saying that five times fast. Yeah. <laughs> so 
uh, that the general southern Guatemalan area was actually where like the mines inhibited and like where they lived in uh, back in the days when they were, you know, a, an established society. And so I always kind of knew I wanted to do something with that when I got into wrestling. But I never knew what I wanted the other aspect to be. So like I actually remember I was talking with my my, my first trainer, Jimmy Lee, and I was saying, hey, uh, this is kind of the theme I want to go with it, but I can't come up with another name. because like, I don't just want to be mine. Like, that's just not going to work. And so we basically just sat there brainstorming and was like, well, like, what kind of like, what kind of aspect do you have? And I was like, well, I think like, you know, a ghost or a spirit or something along that lines would be cool. And so that's kind of like where it's like, we came up with a couple names that just didn't stick or like didn't really pan out that we thought were either oversaturated or weren't going to be a fit. Uh, and then the spirit too was like, hey, like, I don't, I don't think I've seen that around or I haven't really seen that in a while. And so um, just kind of used it as a test run and it worked out well and uh, stuck with it since. Spirit too. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Um, do you have? I was say originally yeah. wanted to do like Guerrero or like Ultimo, and I'm just, and he's like, you know, like there's a lot of established people that already have that, so it's like try to find something different that's unique that'll stand out, and so I think that's kind of where we settled on this, which honestly for me has has worked out tremendously, just because like I think the name stands out a little bit more, and I, I've really come to enjoy it. Do you have Do you have somebody you would, you would like to work with today, like um, from AEW or WWE, or like a dream match? Dream match, whoo. See, like, so my dog, uh, his his name has two his two meanings. So originally, um, he is he when he was a puppy, he was very high energy. Like I would always say, he was always at a hundred percent battery. Um, but also, I also was a really big fan of like just like watching like Andrade and and Cien and all that. So like my dog's name is Cien um, for those two reasons. So you know, dream match would be ideally with you know Andrade but again that'd be that'd be that'd be a huge test of like do I really have what it takes to really compete at this level so I think that would be a fun match to have but I'd say I, I'd probably still need like another year or so before I'm really ready for it I mean it could happen now because he's I mean he's signed to AEW but he's doing I think he's doing independent appearances as well he is yeah so like part so, of me is like I've got some money saved up might just be like hey like can you can you book the guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, EW never may know. be watching the show and may see you and put you on AEW Dark. You never know. I, I, I would totally be down. <laughs> they were actually doing a show in Queens, New York, so they <laughs> pick you up. We'll be there. Phones at ringside. And, <laughs> 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 and, and dogs at ringside. Oh, well. <laughs> at ringside i love it <laughs> I, I tell people i do my show at this time and they still try to freaking call me i'm like mm. what, time's your, what time's your show at oh eight that should 8 20 should be fine 8 30 8 20 let's just let's just try to get on the show by calling them how about that Maybe, <laughs> that would I actually I think work that said, he's like oh do you guys have a way that they can call you in on your on the show and i was like no actually we do <laughs> What? We kind of do. We kind of do. We give them the link. <laughs> no, then they come in and they won't leave. Or they'll do something stupid. They'll be like, hur, hur, look at my boob. No. Well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, if a boob came on, I'm just saying, I'm not going to I'm not gonna look away. But. Look, the censors the would be a little mad at us. <laughs> the censors from yeah. Facebook. Facebook will do might get kicked off. <laughs> shadow ban. Shadow ban forever. So, yeah. Um, ha- have you ever wrestled on the... I know you wrestled in Ohio, but have you wrestled like in the New York area? 
Um, furthest east I've wrestled so far has been New Jersey. Um, it was actually a, a one-off, so it was a got booked for a show where it was basically all masked individuals. So like we had like a huge like everyone from like I want to say Michigan East that had a mask was on the show, which is kind of cool because I got to ride along with a few of my friends um, from in the area. But so far, that's as far as I've gone. I haven't been able to get to New York just yet. I think right now, like with the pandemic starting to ease up a little bit, I'm going to give like a month or two to see if things actually hold up. And then from there, I'll start trying to branch out again. Cause like a lot of what I've done over the last year with everything going on, I've just basically stuck to like the, the promotions I know best. And so I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. And then as, as the vaccines and everything hold up, I'll feel more comfortable being able to start traveling out to like some new areas or places that I'm not quite familiar just with quite yet. Do I'm it. definitely gonna have to drop that number for you. I, I, it's in my thing on Facebook, so I'll have to get the number from NYWC that they gave, and yeah. I'll give it to you later. And so, that would be so cool if we're like looking at the roster. To my, oh my god, it'd be geek that goes, Joe, he's on the roster. <laughs> no, it's not, no, he's not. And he shows me the poster. Oh my god, he is on the poster. What? <laughs> Yeah, I, I will say oftentimes what works too is it's like on their social medias, man, just being like, hey, like this guy, this guy is great. Bring him on in. Like that oftentimes works. I've seen that quite a bit. So like just keep keep throwing me out there, guys. I'd love to come out there and then hang out. So could always do a live show together. So what um what kind of food? That's what we're that's what we're actually saying. Actually, we were saying we should like during the NYWC show we should do a, like a live show, but yeah. we'd have we'd have, we'd have at interview people, whatever you know. So what is your favorite, like, what is your favorite food? My favorite food? Oh, my, dude, I love everything. It's bad. Um, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a DoorDash fiend. Like, I, I order DoorDash way more than I should, which I'm surprised I'm not, like, grotesquely overweight at this point. Um, if it wasn't for wrestling, I probably would be. Um, let's see. I guess, honestly, for me, like, in regards to, like, customize, customize, customization, like, what I can do with it, I probably go with burgers. I love burgers. Like, you can just do so much with burgers. Burgers like, and pasta right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> burgers. For me, it's burgers and tacos. You get me burgers and tacos. There we go. Tacos, so, like, that's, that's for me, dude. We can get tacos. Long Island, we can get you some good tacos. Some really good tacos. Do you like pizza? Oh, who does Who doesn't love pizza? There's oh, certain man. people that don't like pizza. Uh, trust me. I've seen well, they, they it. They can't be. They can't be trusted. That's all I need to know. Is if you there, don't like pizza, I can't trust you. There's actually the running joke of the show that we're, that it started. We uh, I don't know how it started. We should just do a, a pizza podcast, and then it's Lucha uh, Week. It's Lucha Week now. So somebody brought up, oh, we should do a Lucha Pizza podcast. And I'm like, well, if it comes to New York, we'll, we'll we'll get it. We'll get him a nice, yummy New York pizza. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm down. New York has the best. So pizza. What is your What is your topping of choice on your pizza? Oh, so like we have a. Uh, I think my favorite, my favorite creation has been like those brick oven pizza places. We can just throw as many toppings as you want on like a personal pizza. So like for me, this is what I get from our local spot that has that. So like I will go pepperoni, I will go bacon, I will go. Um, Canadian bacon. I will get mozzarella, Parmesan, and oh, what's the other one? There's another cheese that I get on there. And then I will also get green peppers. And you guys might think it's weird, but I also get roasted broccoli on my pizza. Ooh, and like, for, 
like for me, like that, I'll get that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm living my best life. So like, I think that's like my go-to like piece of creation when I go to like a mod or like a, a brick oven pizza place where I can make my own for sure. Yeah, New York has some strange pizzas. You know what I mean? You can make any type of pizza you want in New York. Sometimes, I see a taco pizza. I was like, they get that mac and cheese pizza. They, get, they have yeah. a chicken, mm. chicken bacon ranch pizza. They have uh, a big CD pizza, penny all vodka pizza. Anything you want, you can, they'll make it. I saw a meatball I've, pizza. I've seen so, anything. I've seen it. it's crazy. Good to know that I'll be amongst my kind of pizza people out there. Yeah, uh, yeah but. Yeah, but all three of us by the end of the uh, the party will be it will be Fat Thor. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be drinking, be, drinking beers, eating pizza, and playing. Uh, do you like? Um, here they we go. Talk. Here's a Joe question: Has they anybody anybody ever created 69. you in 2K games? What was that? Has anybody ever created you in any of the WWE 2K games? Yes, actually. So uh, part of going down to OVW, there's actually uh, like an, I'll put you in the game. Like basically, I, I believe a fan that goes to the shows and then like based on who's there will actually like create you in the game. So um, they created me in the most recent, I believe, WWE game. So like actually like that was pretty sweet. Like first time I've ever had anyone like actually create me like with the time and effort. Like they asked for my, they asked for like photos of my tattoos, like my mask and clothes. Like it like look legit spot on. Like it's pretty sick. It's weird, you, like you say that because the only person I found out of all of our guests was. The girl Kiara, that's from yeah. England. I was like, and they didn't even make Shorty; they just made Kiara. Everybody else, I had to create. Like, I created um, the glamorous one from um, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I, it's horrible to say this because we're having the CEO and the owner from that that organization that she's part of on our podcast, yeah. and yet. It's, the owner and his the in his promoter the promoter's uh, the CEO's promo he was like uh, Metal Geek and Joe Panther Jr. You better go online and type up and watch all the videos. Geek hasn't done it yet. I've been watching it all all the whole time since he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that type of wrestling fan. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay, what's it called? Maybe it's because Joe has plenty of free time. That's why. <laughs> Geek has been pretty busy, so. I yeah, work. If you got if you got free time, man, I'm jealous because like today has been a very <laughs> very busy day. That's why, like I told you guys, I'd probably have to hop on like ten minutes before because I was got off work, ran out did some errands because I had to get my car and everything ready. Just because I when you travel so much, you have to get oil changes so much more frequently. It's awful, mm-hmm. and so had to get all that done and grocery shop and and everything. So it was it's been a day where I've just basically been like running from the very get go. Yeah, it's no problem. We we we're here for. We're really we're cool dudes here at Ringside. We like we're like but the time like like what when people ask, "Oh, what time do you guys record?" we're always like, "What time are you available as long as <laughs> afternoon and on a Monday?" Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That's pretty yeah, sweet that you guys are flexible. Schedule our date for next Monday and the girls like, "What time are you guys record?" And I said, "Is it? and I'm on the phone with Geek at the same time and I'm just like Geek, what do I say? He's like, just don't mess this up. And I wrote, eight o'clock. Is you available? He thought <laughs> I did too. And he's like, no. I could have sworn he wrote two o'clock, and I'm like, what are you doing? Two o'clock? Like, <laughs> I, I work. I work two o'clock. <laughs> I'm so. still stocking out my shelf and key food. <laughs> I'm still stocking my aisle out, like putting the salad dressings on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. But we do have an interview tomorrow at two o'clock. Don't forget, guys. If you're around to watch it, you should check it out. We're interviewing um Echo Reed from London, England. Ooh. Yeah. She's a so, young and she's a young wrestler. She's like 19 years old. Oh man, those and, are the days. I miss being yeah, that she's, young. She flies around and actually my friend said, How can Lucha Week end? Tonight, doesn't that girl fly around too? I'm like, well, she does submissions. Oh, that's pretty sweet. She does submission moves. So you have to definitely look her up on YouTube, Echo Reed. We oh, have dude. no idea. The only thing I've seen is her. I've watched one of her matches. She in England, they take a lot. The girls take on a lot of guys. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, intergender out there. Yeah. Here we go. We have a question from the audience. Uh, uh, from I think, I, think, I, I think he answered that already. He already he? Said, he said Andrade. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I remember him saying Andrade. So, but um, I do have a question. Um, if yeah. uh, if like someone came up, like, did it? Do you ever get recognized? By the way, like I know it's kind of hard with the mask on. So. Hey, in 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 public, no, because no one uh, no one knows that. Like, only people that recognize me are my friends. Like, no, I've never. I think that's like kind of the, the nice aspect of it. It's like if I do go out, like I never get recognized because like no one really knows. But like, there'll be times like if I'm like walking around some like venues or like nearby venues, and I have my mask on me or anything like that. Then like, yeah, people will like tend to recognize the mask a little bit more. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you can come hang out with us without your mask on. I'd be like, it's kayfabe, man. You breaking kayfabe. <laughs> breaking kayfabe, man. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where like once. Once it's like show day, or if I know I'm around the venue, or if I'm nearby, I will usually have it on me and keep it on. But like, for example, like today, like I ran out and did errands and like completely unmasked, and so like people, people will like walk by me and like they could like be like I'll see them at shows or something, and like they'll never know. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that TikTok. They'll never know. A, they won't know. <laughs> if if a kid asked you they want to be a wrestler, what would you tell them? How old is this kid? How old is this kid? I, I, I know the young kids, like you know that. Are, yeah. <laughs> say if they're if they're young, young, I'll be like, kid, follow your dreams, do what you want to do. If they're older, I'll say, I would say, pursue it, do what you got to do, but also make sure you have a backup plan. Um, mm-hmm. I think having a plan B is is always really important, especially in wrestling, because like statistically, like let's be real, the odds of of you know us getting signed or or making it are, are statistically very low, and so you know at some point. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what life has planned for you. And so having that backup plan and having something you can do beyond wrestling, I think is really, it's really a big, big deal and a real aspect that I think a lot of, a lot of times young wrestlers don't really think about. So I think that's kind of like my biggest thing is just make sure you're prepared for life after wrestling, or even if you're currently doing it, having a life beyond it, because again, you never know what's going to happen. Preach, preach. Are there any, <laughs> are there any um, steps you take? Like, to prepare for a match or uh, anything you prepare? Um, steps that I take before a match. So like for me, I always like to get a little bit of a, of a workout pump in. So like I'll try to like bust out like a hundred pushups. I can, um, I'll usually like have like elastic bands or like workout bands and do those. Um, for me, like I like to, I'm at that point, like where I like to just kind of like warm my legs up a little bit, like stretching helps, but like you can only do so much. And so like, I'll have like a, like a, an air jump rope and do that. But like, a hundred a hundred skips and just trying to get my legs a little pumped up and ready to go because especially when you're working like in lucha 
there's a lot of jumping, there's a lot of stop and go, there's a lot of running. And so like making sure my legs are ready to go, I think is very important too. Mm -hmm. So what did your parent think about when you became a wrestler? Oh man, they thought I was the biggest idiot of all time. Um, <laughs> so it's funny because like, growing up a wrestling fan, like my parents always like, you know, like would see me like walking around with like, the, you know, the toy belt and being super excited or like watching wrestling. Um, and so like, I remember I came home because gosh, I tried out, I tried out, I want to say June 27th of 2017. I flew home that next week uh, for my birthday. My birthday is July 2nd. And I was just talking to my parents. I'm just like, hey, so like I tried out for uh, pro wrestling and they said I, you know, they said I have what it takes to learn and like, you know, the, the trainability and all that. So like I kind of want to do it. And I was there from like Monday through like the end of the week. And so like Monday when I told my parents, they were like, you're going to get hurt. You know, this is this is a bad decision. Like you should focus more on like, you know, your your regular career, this, this and that. And then I think by the end of the week, it's like me talking to them about like how like the tryout went, being excited, everything like that. I think they kind of started to like break down a little bit and we're like kind of cool with it. So like my mom was all for it. My dad was still a little skeptical, but he's like, listen, if this is what you're going to do, you're going to do it anyway. So like he, he basically got behind me and like, now it's fun because like every time I share anything or like I post anything, like my parents are like the first ones to react um, to what I post. And like my mom's always talking to me about how she'll like show her coworkers, my clips and all that. Cause she's like so proud and all that. So I kind of worked out. <laughs> Do, do, do you have a favorite mask? Mm, I yeah. had one. I ended up selling it. Uh, it was actually, it's, it was kind of cool. It was like, it was, uh, the fabric was called Dragon Scale. So like mm -hmm. in regular lighting, the mask looked blue, but like when lights or like, you know, spotlights hit it, it would have like a shade of purple, which was kind of awesome. sweet. Yeah. So like that was my, I think that was my favorite one, but I sold it. I want to say within, within the last few months. I have a similar one, but it's like the accent is gold. So like it's still kind of cool, but like it doesn't quite match as much as I had with that white and blue one. But I think honestly, like the I get my masks, I get my masks through Arrow Boy, and like the work that that him and his people do are just is phenomenal. Like they they've been able to kind of expand my like my mask creativity and like quality of mask. If you if you can, would you try to buy your mask back or? Uh... I think I wouldn't buy it back. I would just ask. I would just say, "Hey, you remember this one mask you made? Can you just make another?" <laughs> I've, had, I've I've done that a couple of times. I've had some masks that like just like I had a black and silver one that just fits so many of my different gears, and I sold it. And I'm just like, "Hey, I need another one." So I got another one made, and then I sold that one too. So I'm just like, "Crap! Like, do I get another one made, or like, what do I like?" I'm, I'm sticking out with the black and white one that I've got for now. But like, yeah. part of me is like, I should probably get another black and silver. Like, if you went to WWE and you had a different mask for WWE, like. Like and you were for that one match, you'll be like, okay, it's like, am I gonna sell it and then buy it back now? You know what I mean? Because that's the first match you had with WWE. Yeah, you know no, I mean? that's that's like a that's like a special match. I think I would hold on to that one, like yeah. unless there was like unless there was like an astronomical like offer or number out there. But like I, I would probably hold on to something fundamental like that. <laughs> um. By the way, the mod wants to know what your dog's name is. <laughs> uh, his name is Cien. The end. <laughs> yeah, Joe, did you freeze? He's, he's, he's no, on the no, no. right now. <laughs> I thought you froze there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not talking because he thinks I froze. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here we go. If you had a chance to bring back any luchador or 
non luchador wrestler from the past to wrestle, who would they be and why? Say, so do they have to be alive or? Can, yeah, that's what I said from the past. They d- dead or alive? Okay. I would say alive, it would probably be Psychosis because I know he recently hung it up because of a lot of injuries. Because, like, I actually, I'm slated to wrestle Super Crazy later this year. So, like, I'm, I'm at that point where I would have Hoovy, I'd have Super Crazy, but I'm going to miss Psychosis because he hung it up. So, like, that kind of bums me out. Um, dead, it would obviously be uh, Eddie Guerrero. I think that would just be cool just to, like, just to have. I honestly wouldn't, like, honestly, I would bring him back. Like, I wouldn't even have to wrestle him. Like, I wouldn't say, like, I have to be in that category, but I would have to be able to work him. But, like, I think just being able to, like, just sit under his under his learning tree and just pick his brain and, and his knowledge, I think that's really even – even at its core, that would be all I want. Like, I feel like there's just so much, like, knowledge and information that could be learned from, like, what he did and, like, what he – like, what his mind processed things. And so, like, I think that's that's where I would go with that one. Like, even if I didn't have the opportunity to wrestle him, I would just want to learn. I just want to, like, sit – I'd be like, Mr. Eddie Guerrero, can I drive you to this booking that's six hours away? I, I don't even want to – I don't need to be a part of the show. I just want to drive you, and I would just sit there and pick his brain. Especially, would you like to? Would you like to tag with him, dude? If, if I could get in any sort of capacity in the ring with that man in, in a way back in the day, I would have one hundred percent been for it. It wouldn't have mattered what it was. You could have been like, "Hey, we're gonna have you mop Eddie's match after he's done." I'm, okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got a mask on. Why is he mopping the ring? Trying to think. Uh, we already said what favorite movies. Um, are you playing any video games currently? So one of my good friends, uh, he's actually my travel buddy right now. His name is uh, Tyler Vox. Him and I actually play uh, Fortnite quite a bit together. So I used to play video games a lot, uh, and then like once like my my regular job, wrestling, like that schedule picked up. Like it really kind of limited the amount of time that I had to game. So like in my free time, I'll play Fortnite. My roommates play Fortnite. Um, I actually, I need to get on because I think Ratchet and Clank just dropped. So I need to get on that because like I'm a big, I'm a big Sony guy. So like, I have a PS5, and I have all of that. So like, I need to get on Ratchet and Clank because I know that just recently came out. And, like it just takes me back to like my childhood. Uh, but my favorite video game of all time, like growing up, I actually have uh, was Kingdom Hearts, and so I actually have like a heartless symbol that's within my tattoo, my half sleeve on my right arm. So like. For me, that's like my all-time favorite game was growing up was playing Kingdom Hearts because it's just like, I don't know, like a combination of like Disney and then just like Square Enix taking over, Square Enix taking it over. I think that was just really dope and how they did it. Like, I remember I was a kid, that commercial dropped and like I ran to my mom and I was like, mom, I need this game. She's like, but it's only for PS2. I was like, I know I need a PS2 as well. Do you have um? A place that you would love to go to, love to visit, like a favorite, like a country that you would love to visit, or uh, a state. Um, so, there's potential for me to go to Mexico later this year. Um, so, like, I think that's priority number one. But like, I think beyond that, somewhere I'd like to go, like, it's super cliche. Like, it doesn't even have to be for wrestling. It could just be my personal life. It's super cliche, but like, I just remember I was growing up and just like seeing all like the images and like videos of like Hawaii. Like, I don't know. I feel like it'd just be dope to just say, I've been to Hawaii. It's like, I think at some point I just want to travel out there, even if it's like just a few days or a week and like be able to vacation out in Hawaii and say I was able to do that at some point in my life. Have you ever thought about wrestling in uh, Japan, like New Japan and stuff like that? So, like, my career goals, um, mine has always been 
I want to go and wrestle anywhere I can um, that has significance. It's like for me, like ideally the end goal would be to get signed to a point where like wrestling would be my full-time job that I can, you know, make a living off of that, whether it's in Mexico, Japan, the U S wherever it may be. Uh, so like, ideally I'd love to go out to Japan at some point. I know it's such a huge wrestling hotspot and like just being able to say like, I got to wrestle in Japan is like a cool career moment. Um, but like for me right now, like I think I'm just kind of just taking things slow and just seeing what I can do. But ideally, at some point, that's the end. That's one of the goals is getting out there. Uh, but we'll see how we'll see where my career takes me. I feel like life has a weird way of working itself out in some capacity. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have anything else, Joe? Or uh... ah, uh, geek, you have anything else? No. Nah. What? Really? Nah. Um, do you have any funny stories from the road? Okay, yeah, I've got a few. Um, so one thing, like I mentioned him earlier, uh, Tyler Vox and I. So like one thing, if you ever ride in a car with us, there's things you should be prepared for. Um, one, we do a perfect recital. And by we, I mean mainly him because he's done it for so long. Uh, we do a perfect recital of the Zandig Jesus promo. Um, that will happen at least like once a car ride because it gets us in like, it gets us in that mindset of like, we're ready to fuck shit up. Um, <laughs> And then we also quote SpongeBob like a ridiculous amount. Like, it's, it's 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 bad. It's real bad. Uh, so those are always fun because we recently had a friend uh, Jeffrey John rode with us, and like I don't think he was prepared for the high level of SpongeBob quote attitude that he was going to get, but he got it, and so he he now he's now been like immersed into how that works. Um, I can only do Patrick, so I can't do SpongeBob because my voice is so deep. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's a great time. Like I don't know, I don't know why, but like the episode where it's like employee employee recognition today or whatever, and like SpongeBob gives him like a, a sweater and its eyelashes, but then like he cries him the other sweater, and he's like, "Is this one better, Squidward? I made this one with my tears." The line later on with Mr. Krabs, where it's like the boy cries you a sweater of tears, and you kill him. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. It just pops me every time. It's just so funny. I can see the next promo. Your next promo, you have to do it in SpongeBob voice. Shoot, I'll try. My voice isn't get that high, man. Uh, <laughs> that's one story. I'm trying to think. Oh my gosh, um, Queen Aminata. She just she's been to, she's been on AW Dark here recently. Um, but she's originally from South Africa, or not South Africa. She's from she's from Africa. She's from I want to say Ghana or Guinea. She's gonna kill me because I should know. Um, but. <laughs> traveling with her is hysterical man because like there are so many things like words or phrases that we know commonly in america that she's not quite familiar with so like and like it's, it's gonna get a little rated r here but like she her protein intake is stupid high so naturally she's a little gassy and when you're on the car when you're in a car ride with somebody for like three four hours they're naturally not gonna hold that gas forever um so oh, at uh-huh. one so like she will let them rip, and I, I love you, Amy, but I'm telling everyone this story because it needs to be it needs to be known that you're a gassy bitch. Um, <laughs> but she will let them rip, and then like next thing you know, it's just like you're sitting there, and, like you start dying, and you're like, "What's going on?" It's like Amy's like, "I'm sorry, I farted." <laughs> and we're like, "Amy, what the fuck?" So you should oh, definitely yeah. tell tell her about us. We would definitely love to interview her as well in the future. For sure, I, I will definitely pass that along. Cause she she's a she's a wild time man. She's great. She just doesn't understand her her favorite her her catchphrase is I'm sorry. You guys know I'm not smart. Like because she doesn't know our our lingo and our phrases and whatnot. So she's fun to ride with. Um, and then there is another one. So one of our friends. This is actually recent. It's actually like it's it was really funny. 
Um, we have one of our, one of the trainees at our school, like recently graduated this last year. And so like, what a time to graduate during the pandemic, right? Uh, but so he graduated and like started hitting the road with us. And he's, he's a nice kid. His name's uh, Saturn Price, but he's a little reserved at times. And so like, you know, we, we try to like, just hang out, like, cause we're all like, we're friends with him. So he knows like if we're messing with him, it's because we like him and like all this other stuff. But uh, there was one time, I can't remember like what he said, but we basically like turned it on him and put like essentially put words in his mouth to where it made it seem like he said something that was racist. Um, Cause it was me and uh, Luis Casanova, who's another Hispanic. So we're just like, wow, like we can't believe you would say something so so demeaning about the hispanic population saturn like what's going on like what happened to you and like you can see him like in his mind he's internally panicking because he thinks like le we're legitimately pissed off at him and he's just like what, what i never i never said anything like that guys i'm so sorry like I, I didn't mean it and like just going back and forth and like it's just it's those, like weird just moments where like it just comp compiles on and he's like guys i never said that and we're like oh so now you're calling us a liar so not only are we, you know, this, but now we're liars. Oh my gosh. Like, what is this? what? I can't believe this. How would you say this about us? And then he was just like, he was like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm never traveling with you guys again. Oh, so now we're this, now we're liars and now we're terrible drivers. Like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> like why, why do we invite you on these trips? This, this, and that. And so like, you can just see like him freaking out. It's, it's just simple stuff like that. I don't think I've ever had like anything crazy to like, I've had some, I've had my trainer tell me stories of guys that have like legitimately had to like poop out of their car window or anything. Like that they <laughs> oh God. But like stuff, stuff like that. Thankfully I have not had to experience quite just yet. I think, the, I think the closest I've gotten to that was uh, one of my friends that was riding in me basically moved himself from the front seat to the back seat while we were driving to be able to piss in the bottle because he didn't want me to see him pee in the bottle. <laughs> oh my God. Jeez. He's wrestling stories. Jeez. I love it. This, this is this what, this this has to be a clip now. This is this. No, I'll be serious. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a clip, and it's gonna be posted on the Instagram page. Go for it. Okay, cool. We don't like no. But we're not gonna post the farting one on there because we don't want your friend to come after us and come after you. Yeah, no. Don't don't post don't post Amy don't post Amy's farts. That's what she has to watch all the way through the fines because otherwise she'll murder me. She's already a little snug as it is. I don't need her laying them in harder. <laughs> oh gee, she'll she'll Dutch oven you in the car. She'll like she'll just be like. Oh, I don't think she'll. Boy. I don't think she'll come after you. I think she'll try to find us as well for posting it. I live yeah, in parts of Pennsylvania. Try to find my town. <laughs> she's she's gonna shoot hard on me, brothers. I, I don't I don't need this. I don't need a work to turn into a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, dudes! You're my boys. <laughs> you 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 do it. <laughs> I didn't post it. <laughs> Did you post it, Joe? <laughs> YouTube posts by itself, right? Whoopsie, accidentally subs <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. Um okay, here we go. Over center stage. <laughs> oh. What is what is the weirdest thing a fan has asked you to autograph or given you? Weirdest thing. I get arms a lot, which I think is really weird. I had a fan ask me to autograph their forehead before. That was also interesting. Um, I've autographed a phone case. I've autographed masks that I don't even like. It's just like a generic random mask from like some other loser. I'm just like, are you sure you want me to? You, you don't want them to sign it? Like, no. She's like, okay, whatever. That's weird. Um, because they're gonna show up, one day. You're gonna see them. It's like, hi, can you sign this? Someone's already signed. It's like, oh yeah, don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a fun conversation. Um, 
weirdest thing I've been given. I actually haven't been given any weird stuff, thankfully. Um, I've had a fan give me uh, like a little like Funko drawing of myself. I've had a fan give me a necklace. I've had, I think I've had a fan give me a shirt before. So like really, like really common things. I've been thankfully lucky, like knock on wood. I haven't had like any like weird stuff just quite yet. Like I think that'll be the day like where I know I officially made it. Where like I have a fan be like, hey, here's like my bra pad. I'm just like, oh, thanks. I will hang this up. Watch, that's gonna happen to you, and then the next time we come back, guys, Joe, it happened. You, you so if, it, if, if it happens, like if it happens, you jinxed me. You jinxed me, you guys. If it happens, I will let you guys know immediately. I'll be like, hey guys, the bra pad thing had happened. It's, I fuck. You have to tag us in it. You have to tag us in it. One hundred percent. I, you'll be the first to know. Like I said. Yeah. <laughs> oh do, do you have any crazy uh, crowd chants or uh, from a wrestling show? Arnie, great. Oh my gosh. You guys need to, if you guys haven't been to a Lucha Libre show, you need to go to one where like the crowd is predominantly Hispanic because them motherfuckers get crazy, bro. They will bring in like the wooden noisemakers. They will bring their boo-boozellas and they will get going. So like they're all in Spanish. So like if you speak Spanish, like you understand like some of the shit they're saying. Um, so like there's a, there's a, there's a wrestler at the promotion I work for. Uh, his name is Axel. Uh, and he has a, like, he has kind of, like, he has a bunch, like, his hair is really curly, but he buzzes the side, so, like, the curls just kind of go straight up, and so, like, they'll call they'll call him Broccoli Head out there, they'll call him Borat, um, <laughs> you'll, get a, you'll get a bunch of, like, this chants that are, like, his, Hispanics have no issue, like, chanting cuss words, like, I think that's one of the cool things about them, is, like, you go to these shows, like, you'll just hear cuss words being chanted um, to the heavens, so, like, I'll sit there and they'll be like, ah, like, puto, which is basically, like, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go to one of those shows. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they'll go from there, like, what else? I'm trying to think of, like, some of the other things. It's like, they just, they just have so much personality, it just makes me laugh. Like, they'll just sit there, like, they'll sit there and just shit talk you the whole time. So, like, if you have, like, a, a, if you have thin skin, like, they will straight up, like, they'll, they'll eat you alive if you're not ready for it. Oh, man. <laughs> I gotta hear some of these chants, man, you know? Man, geek, we have to go with me, you, Mima Mania, and 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 Armad go to a Spanish wrestling show. But it'll be like, here we go. I, I when I was younger, I used to watch AAA wrestling in Long Island, and my I went to my friend's house, and my friend's like, "Oh, WWE is not on nothing. WCW is not on. What are we gonna watch?" I was like, "You live in the channel," and he's like, "Oh, Randy, let's watch AAA. It's there's always it's always a good time with AAA." And I'm like, "Yeah." We were watching <laughs> the announcers talking, blah blah blah. The matches are going, and the whole time my friend's doing this. What are they saying? What are they saying? <laughs> what are these chants, brother? And I'm just like, I I I finally had it. And I like elbowed him in the in the knee, and he's like, "What, dude? I don't speak Spanish. I don't know what they're saying. I just figured it'd be <laughs> a watch on a Saturday morning, right?" Like, my last name maybe Ratik was, but Jesus, man, <laughs> you can't go wrong. As I said, you can't go wrong by watching a AAA wrestling show. They're always it's always a fun show to watch. Oh, dude, they're so entertaining too. And like some of the stuff that they can pull off is just ridiculous. And the the roster on the AAA well at the time that's when I think I think that was like mid two thousands, late two thousands when yeah. I. Uh, um, forgot who was on the roster about that time. I don't know if it was an old show, but you know, they would film the shows and then they would have them on uh, 
novella, novella mm-hmm. channel. And that's how I would see it because my friend's like, WWE's not on. It's on, on. It's Saturday afternoon. What are we going to watch? I'm like, flip, flip, flip. Oh, Triple A. Tri- <laughs> cool. It's always good with Triple A. And that's my, that's my fun random wrestling story with Joe, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> no, nah, I'm here for it. That's dope, dude. Uh-huh. Here we go. We got a question from our friend Mima Mania. <laughs> Speaking of the devil. <laughs> yeah. Hey. We've got, oh, what's up? What got me into wrestling, or is it who? Who? It's who. So, if you're asking who got me into wrestling, like into indie wrestling, so it was actually uh, one of my uh, fraternity brothers from college was actually a ring announcer. His name's Cody White. He ring announces for a couple promotions here in Ohio. And so he actually got me to go to a local show out here in Mansfield, Ohio, for the ASWA, American States Wrestling Alliance. And so I went. And I was like, I was just seeing the show and I was like, wow, this is actually really cool. I'd never been to an indie show before. And I was like, like, you know, in my mind, I was like watching. I'm just like, you know what? If these guys can do it, like I can do this. So I went to one more show, watched that show. And I said, all right, like I, I can do this. I can legitimately like pursue this. Like I'll, I'll be, I can, I can pull this up. So I contacted him. I asked him like, how do I get involved? Like, how do I, I how do I, you know, do this? So he forwarded me the information to the training school. I reached out so I was able to get a hold of Jimmy Lee. And so, like I said, I went for the tryout and I scheduled my tryout like four months away because like I want, I knew I, at that time I wasn't in the best of shape because like I had gotten out of like college. I had based, I had drank a lot of beer in college and so I put on a little bit of weight and I was like, I need to get back in shape before I can do this. So I, uh, I basically got, got back in shape, worked out like pretty much like five days a week. And then once that training came around, like I was so nervous, man, because like I knew it was going to be a lot of cardio. Um, I knew there was going to be maybe a couple bumps involved. And like, I have no idea. So like I went through, did the training, which I did the tryout, which was essentially um, essentially what our warm-up is when we go to the, the ASWA training center. So it's a lot of, if you take a few bumps, you do some flip bumps, you do some handstand bumps, um, and then you do like um, grape squishers, which are essentially like burpees in the corner. Like when you're doing the high knees, uh, high knee burpees, you do a lot of up downs, a lot of like running the ropes. And so a lot of it is basically like, can you just hold up? And then can you take direction on how to do the stuff? So like when you first start out, like you don't actually just take the regular bumps. Like you have to do like a, like a assisted like version of it to where you can actually like not completely mess yourself up. So um, that was actually really cool. And then from there, I just kind of took off like originally my first year, I just did a couple of shows in Ohio. wasn't really doing a lot. And then when I moved down to Columbus, um, I got connected with a lot of the wrestlers down here and then the, the school over in Newark, which is the Ohio Pro Wrestling Academy. And it basically kind of took off from there. I started getting in cars, started just traveling out more. And then here we are. I think now I've wrestled in like, I think, I want to say eight states, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, um, Illinois, North Dakota, West Virginia. So nine states. Yeah. Nine states in the first three years. So, not too bad. Have, have you ever been on Botchamania? Not that I'm aware of, and if I am, someone please let me know because I'll fucking laugh my ass off because I've definitely <laughs> done <some> shit. <laughs> and, and, and make sure you highlight, I guess, make sure you highlight it so you could put it on your Instagram. Oh, 100%. I put it on my resume. I'd be like, wrestling resume, have been on Botchamania, can promote shows with Botchamania footage. <laughs> <laughs> Bachamania is great, by the way. At you hit on that guy. I was looking at it like a little bit ago before the show, and I was like, "Oh, he posted a new video." Yeah. Ooh. If you have that, if you have that footage on your on your on your phone, can you send that to the dudes that page or message? Because we, I want to, 
I want to post that and be like, that could be your clip for for what you do. Cause yeah, for sure. I can send that to you guys. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's actually my my finisher. I call it the the gift of the gods. Gift of the gods. Gift, gift of the gods. gods. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like a flip on words. Uh, uh, that's like what's his name? Uh, Tyler Black's old move, God's last gift in uh mm-hmm. in uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, was it was actually. Uh, I watched a lot of uh, Lucha Underground, and so like it had the, they had the old Gift of the Gods title, and like now that they're, I don't even know what they're doing if they're coming back or if they're not. But I was like, you know what? While I, while I've got this, I'm gonna just go run run with it, and then you know, hopefully it leads to hopefully it leads to an underground appearance if they do come back. Azteca Underground, right? So, and what's yeah. name? I, I think I think they just announced that Dario Cueto's coming back. Yeah, he's a, he's been on MLW. He's been doing the the Azteca stuff, but I don't know if I don't know if he's actually going to be able to come back for like the full on Lucha reboot. But we'll see. Time, uh-huh. time is time is healing itself, and so a lot of these promotions are able to come. I'm back. so surprised that AEW or WWE never picked him up. I'm so surprised, you know. Oh, he would have been a good front office person for sure. Yeah, exactly. Let me think. What else? Um. What is your favorite um what is your favorite place to stop at when you're on when you're on the road? Sheets. Sheets by far. Sheets, you know it's funny that we I live where I live in Pennsylvania, we have a sheets my that's one of my, my favorite places. Explain. <laughs> Explain <laughs> to a New Yorker because no the New Yorker there's no sheets down here. Oh man, so sheets it's essentially a – what do you guys have out there? Do you guys have Wawa by chance? Yeah, we have yeah. Wawa. No, we don't even have Wawa. It's in Jersey, but I, I, I've been to Wawa. Yeah, it's, essentially, it's, it's essentially like Wawa where it's like it's a, it's a gas station, but like it has like some high-quality kitchen food that you can get. And it's just like I don't know what it is. It, it's like it's just – to me, it's like standard food, but at the same time, we just see a lure of it being sheets. And like when you get it, you're like it's it's usually after you've wrestled, you're tired. You're probably – you've been on the road probably for like an hour or two at this point coming home. So you're starving. You stop at sheets, and like it's just got everything you would ever you could ever think or want of. And then you just go to town, and it's just like it's a godsend, man. I love sheets. Are, are there um, – I know, I know this is uh, kind of a personal – but are there uh, – how is everything going – from where you are, I mean, are there vaccines yet, or? Uh... Yeah, so I'm I'm fully vaccinated. I know a lot of my friends are fully vaccinated. Um, in Ohio, they have like the mask mandates and everything have been lifted, so like everyone is everyone is quote unquote if you're vaccinated, quote unquote, you're not uh-huh. allowed. You don't have to wear a mask anymore. So you have a lot of individuals that aren't wearing them. I'm actually surprised because you do still see some individuals that are wearing them, which I think is pretty sweet. Um, but I, I think at this point, like it basically got to a point where it was like, Hey, if you're able to get vaccinated, cool, go do it. If you haven't, well then like it's, you're, you're kind of testing, testing your luck is how I see it. So it's kind of, it's kind of at a weird spot, but things are trying to open back up. I know a lot of, I know a lot more of Ohio promotions are trying to open back up, which I think is pretty sweet because for the longest time in Ohio, all we really had was, um, was uh, Future Gates Wrestling, which was down in Cincy, and then uh, Wrestling and Respect, which I work for, was in Lima. And, like that was; those were the only two promotions that were running for the longest time. I don't know if you saw the uh, meme. Um, it said, "Yeah, uh, this store requires a mask, and it has a luchador on the on the on the hey. road. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that, that's pretty funny. So I, I pretty much figured you'd get a kick out of that one, you know. 
Yeah, for sure. No, that I saw that one and I laughed. I was like, ah, because especially <laughs> like especially for the pandemic, like I said, I, I got a few masks that had like the mouth covered. Um, so, yeah. like, I was like, I was set. I was like, oh hell yeah, like I can go anywhere with these. I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> Our friend Mima Mania. I don't know if you saw in the pictures. He's wearing a uh, a tiger mask right now there in the picture. I don't know if you see it, but oh, that's sweet. He has a tiger mask, so but he's a cool guy, you know. You would like you would like Mima Mania. He's cool. He mm-hmm. loves his wrestling. He loves <laughs> his wrestling. Loves wrestling, hey, that- and he loves Botchamania too. Botchamania is like his his go to right there. So I was about to say, it sounds like he loves wrestling. He loves Botchamania, and he loves memes. So like, sounds like my kind of guy. <laughs> he's funny as hell and also Mima Mania knows how to cook really good too so, so, be, so be careful he might make a meme about you you never know in the future <laughs> hey hey, bro if you meme me go for it just make sure you tag me that's all I ask for <laughs> there you go <laughs> hey, if you come to New York we'll bring you to Mima Mania's house we'll make a we'll make a nice make a feast <laughs> <laughs> oh god he's probably like what are you doing <laughs> like, you call it, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Did you, Do you watch? Have a, oh, wait, uh, there we go. We had a question from Mima Mania. Um, we didn't answer. Um, I think you. I think you asked it, but if you want, if you want to say it again, or uh, who? Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? So I, I had a few. Um, I've already kind of talked, touched on Eddie and the Me- Mexicals, but like other ones that stood out for me were like. Dude, I was a huge Batista Mark. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I would watch SmackDown. Like, you just see, like, this this monstrous man that would basically just, like, run through everybody. Like, Batista was a definition of, like, look, every single bit part of a wrestler was fucking amazingly strong. And, like, at that time, I also hated JBL. Like, absolutely, with a passion, hated that man. Everybody hated so, like, him. Oh, God. Yeah, so like, Batista, like when Batista would, Batista would come in and just fucking dismantle JBL, I was like, fuck yeah, this guy fucks, dude. I was like, hell yeah. Like I was a huge Batista. Mark, I loved Batista, um, and what he did. Uh, I was also like I was that kid that would just go around throwing up the throwing up the Orton. Um, so like I was big into like the the mid mid two thousands, like SmackDown. I think I watched a little bit more than Raw. So like you know your your Jericho's and your He Who Shall Not Be Named. Um, so yeah, yeah like no. I was oh. I was I was a big I was a big uh, SmackDown kid growing up. I, yeah, my favorite growing up was Triple H, and he used to hate me so much. He used to, hate me. He used to be like, he's he used to pardon the language. He'd be like, "Fuck you, geek." He's like, "I'm leaving." Triple H won again. Oh, yeah. I was so mad! <laughs> I got so mad one time. I just jumped out of the break, the the, the, the living space barrier, and I was like, "That you're that's our phone." Fuck you. I mean, he's like, was that English Joe? And just like, I'll <laughs> pull the Eric Cartman saying, screw you guys. I'm going on. Gang I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you watch like, when you have time, do you watch like cartoons and stuff like that or not really? Uh, I tend to watch series. Um, so like right now, I know the new the new Loki series drops. So I got to catch up on the episode that, that happened yesterday. Um, Dave, I know just kind of re-kicked on. So like I'm a, I'm big on series just because it's like if I can binge watch something when I do have like a free weekend, I'll try to do that. So like I was very big on Game of Thrones before the last season just completely butchered everything. Um, I'm glad you never got to that. <laughs> super superhero shows i'm really big into those so like the whole like everything that disney's been dropping for, for marvel this year has been great 
Um, same with uh, oh, what they called Star Wars. Star Wars, yep. The Ma- Mandalorian, I'm big on that. I actually have a set of Mandalorian gear, which is like one of my favorites to wear. Um, but yeah, like and honestly, like there's so many just that random series. Like my friends will be like, "Hey, have you seen this?" I'll be like, "No, free weekend, check it out, binge it." That was a great show. Like I wish I would have seen that earlier. So like, it, it's it's all over the place. Because like I said, yeah, like for me, when I have free time, it's usually either like I have to make sure I go to the gym at some point have to spend time with the with the kids here because like if i'm gone all week and i feel bad if i don't hang out with them during the week so um it's it's a very busy life as a as a as a panel parent when you've got two of these kids here right there one show okay, i got one a, show i got i got Sorry. a good series you should watch um uh, the series called atypical it's about a kid okay. with uh, autism Ooh. Oh, oh yeah down syndrome autism yeah it's awesome the kid has autism it's like the kid has autism and the the show is like how he reacts to the world. Yeah. It's a good show. It's 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 coming back for its fourth and final season July 11th I want to say. It's okay. a good series. It's it's called Atypical. I'll check and it out. Michael Rappaport is the dad. Oh. Yes, he plays the dad. I do. Definitely check that one out. And then everybody's favorite, Stranger Things. Oh, I love Stranger Things. It's kind of. I saw the first preview trailer. Looked. They didn't show anything. They just played the some. The one of the kids saying eleven. I'm like, oh, something's happening here. It's happening. (laughs) One show I got him into was Rick and Morty. He started dying. Oh yeah. Oh. (laughs) Oh my god. See, I've seen like one episode of Rick and Morty, but like I've, I haven't seen the whole thing. I don't know. Like I, I never. I guess the one episode just must have not have done it for me. But I have to give it a chance. I have a lot of friends that are super into it, and I need to actually give it a chance. Uh-huh. Your dog just did the whoa thing. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he he does. It. You comfortable over there, dude? He's weird, man. He's got he's a, he's got a personality. Mimi wants to know: Do you watch Dark Side of the Room? Yes, I have not seen this recent season, but I I tend to watch them here and there. So like, it's just really interesting. Like I remember I watched the, the Owen Hart one, and just like, just all these things like that you can clearly see just like isn't gonna work out. And like, just the fact that he still went through it. Like I would have been like I would have seen that clip. I would have seen what was going. I would have been like, nah, dog. Like, I have a fear of falling from heights. So like that would have been my first thing. Is like I'm gonna I'm gonna fall. Like this is this is not gonna work. So like. It's just so crazy to see like how different the times have changed and how like what what was accepted back in the day and like what has changed now and it's just the evolution of wrestling is always interesting to kind of see and, and be a part of. Did they make a lucha an underground dark side of the ring? Because somebody said they did. I haven't seen one yet, but they might because like I mean LU and as, as a whole like it has its, it has its ups, but it also had a lot of its downs too with like a lot of the back yeah. background stuff and what was going on there. Do you know how true a lot of that stuff was, or is, if it's rumors, or uh, like with like the contracts and everything? I I don't have any firsthand experience or firsthand knowledge of anyone that was that worked. I think the only person that I probably could find out about would have probably been Sammy um, Callahan, just because I know of, like through the Dayton area, a lot of people like actually were familiar with him. But I I haven't gotten to confirm anything just yet. But it honestly wouldn't surprise me. I feel like those contracts, from what I heard, were just brutal all around. Like, like you're like they own you basically. Like you, ha- you can't do yeah. this. You can't, or, and you're there for life basically. Some yeah, people got out of, out of it. 
Yeah, I remember Rey Mysterio basically had to like fucking threaten to sue them, and then they were like, "Okay, like we're just gonna go ahead and let you go, buddy." Like, <laughs> so damn. So I mean, I mean, I would love to see a dark side of the ring one day, you know, with all the wrestlers that were involved. Yeah, I'm sure it'll happen, especially like, especially since it's getting like traction and notoriety as like a solid like reputable show. I think it'll happen sooner than later. And, uh, like a lot of people don't don't, don't work for. Uh, Lucha Underground anymore, so it's so it, it's a, basically a be all tell all now. Yeah, as long as there's no, like NDAs, then they should be able to tell the stories. But if Lucha Underground was smart, they should have worked some non-disclosure agreements into those into those buyouts to make sure they don't get screwed. But we'll find out eventually. Yep. Anything else, Joe? <laughs> I'm reading the the bottom where Mima Mani has. I just is, yeah, it just got the uh, what you called. The Eighth Wonder of the World, the, the, the true story of Andre the Giant. It's a great book. Oh. Ooh, I'll have to check that out. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a, Andre, Andre as a whole, man, that's like such a sad, just like sad to like look back because like you could just like, like look, knowing what we know now about like his time and like how his body was like just constantly failing him and how he was in a lot of pain. Like it just, it just makes it like it's because you, he's so appreciated. Like obviously what he did, he was ahead of his time. He was, he was the big man wrestler before like, you know, the big man wrestler was really a, a, a common thing, I'd say. Um, but just like looking back and like knowing he was in pain and like knowing what he had to do to be able to put this all on and like entertain fans, like you really get to appreciate, you know, the the, the sacrifice that he would make just to be able to put on wrestling and, and be be good at wrestling. That was a great documentary, by the way, the Andre the Giant documentary. It was fantastic. One hundred percent. Yeah, like it's it's the thing that you could watch the sport. Or in your case, you could do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you could podcast it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of yeah. All right. Um, I, I got nothing else. This is this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it, yeah. I mean, if you have to go, we, 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 uh, we're completely good. I say like, no, yeah, no. It's been a lot of fun, guys. I appreciate your time. I'm gonna try to try to run and hit my gym before they close at eleven. Here, it's, they haven't gotten back to their non-COVID hours yet, so it's like it's like always. I'm a night lifter. I can't I can't wake up early to save my life. Like I I sign into work at nine, uh, uh, and my friend's like, you have so much time before you sign in to go to the gym. I'm like, yeah, but my ass is not waking up at like six a.m. to go to the gym because like if I wake up at six a.m., I'd be like, wow, I hate my life. Why am I up this early? Yeah. <laughs> It's those late night travels, man. You you get used to traveling late at night. Like, um, I got home at on Monday at like four a.m. from uh, our Chicago booking, and I had to be up at work. I had to be up for work four hours later. So it's just like you just get used to being up. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, all right. Is he still but, in the gym or did he go? No, he he left. So all right, but I guess we want to thank uh uh. Esperanto, Maya. Oh, he's back. So, oh, he's back. Right, 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 right. What happened? After the phone cut off, or uh... <laughs> phone, phone probably cut off. I'm feeling it right now, and it's a little hot, so it's probably it's probably like it's like ah, oh, we're just gonna party off. So I apologize for that. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. It's all right, dude. It's all right. You cool. say your, if you want to say your goodbyes, that's cool. You know. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. But whenever you have time again or next Lucha Week or if you guys expand to a Lucha Month, by all means, let me know and I'll be happy to come back. Um, but, sh- Sorry. But yeah, but no, I, I appreciate you guys' this time. It was a blast just being able to chit-chat with you guys and, and learn a little bit more of, of what's been going on in, in, 
in, in your area and, and what you guys have been up to. But overall, just want to shout out just some of my friends real quick, if I can, because I've been I've had a solid body crew for the last couple of years, especially during the pandemic. So uh, Crosshairs Kelly, Pat the Bruiser, Tyler Vox, Jeff John, um, and then all my friends up in Gali, Lucha Libre, like you guys have been killing it. Uh, Rich stole Maj down in, uh, at EWE. Appreciate everything you've done for me. So um, it's it's been a blast, my guys. All right, thank you so much. But, but and like I said, if if anything, if the, the show gets bigger, we'll have a lucha year or lucha month, like you said. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> lucha month. All, all, lucha, all, all year, lucha, lucha. That's it. All lucha all the time, as it should be. <laughs> Always lucha, lucha, lucha forever. We'll, 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 ch- we'll change the name to Lucha Dudes at, at, at Ringside. Lucha Dudes at Ringside. <laughs> lucha Dudes at Ringside. Hell yeah! That's what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right have a good one thank you so much for coming on thank you so uh, thank much you, brother. Brother. Thank, thank you guys i appreciate it have a good night stay you strong too. that was cool that, that was, was a cool one. that was a great interview dude that's a great interview i just want to thank esper mayo thank you so much for coming on purchase his t-shirt that cool eddie guerrero t-shirt he has go right there guys go purchase his t-shirt Definitely uh, or you can you also follow him on social media as well. As yes, all his, uh, social media platforms. So, but if you want to say, well, I'll say my goodbyes first. But I just want to thank Esper DeMaio for, uh, for coming on our show. Thank you so much. Um, thanks for all the great comments. There are great fans we have, and I just wanted to say thanks. If you could, you don't have to. Streamlabs.com, HTTP, streamlabs.com slash dudes at ringside, HTTP slash dudes at ringside. And I'll take it over to Joe. As I always say, please support your local indies and go buy a t shirt, a hat, mask, a button, a COVID mask, a, a button. button, a patch, anything from them. Go buy his stuff. Through yeah. the mice. Yeah. Go buy the Quetta Guerrero shirt he has. And just remember, as I would like to say, thank you to my grandfather, Jose Quinones. Thank you to my cousin, Pete Sanchez. And thank you to my uncle's godfather, Frank Martinez, the Blue Demon, for lighting the way for Latino wrestlers. Good night, everybody.